Welcome to the Better Off Bonus Call of the Week. We're sponsored by Betterment, the largest independent online financial advisor. Remember, you've got two chances every week to get on the air. We do our Better Off Bonus Call of the Week. We drop that on Tuesdays. On Thursdays, we've got our long interview segment, but we follow it with a question from one of you. If you'd like to get in touch, just shoot us an email. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com. So today we've got Matt from Pennsylvania. Hey, Matt, welcome to Better Off. What can we do for you? Well, I'm looking for a little advice. Uh, My wife and I were 37. We got four kids. Four kids? I know. Two wasn't enough? You got to do four college educations now? You got it. Oh, brother. You're a glutton. Okay. How old are the kids? They are young still, which is good. They are eight, six, four, and we have a six-month-old. Oh, my God. When's the last time you got a good night's sleep? Tell the truth. (laughs) Tell the truth. Uh, I would say that was probably about 2007. <laughs> <laughs> that just, at least you're honest about it. Yeah. Oh, brother. Okay. Um, eight, six, four, and six months. You guys are, you are really uh, awesome. So good for you. So you're both 37. Uh, are you uh, both working or what, what's happening here income-wise? So we, we both work. My wife works part-time, but full-time at home. I have to make sure I say that. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, but we are, we're doing well. Um, we make around 250000 a year. Mm-hmm. We are maxing out our retirement. Great. We have a very uh, good uh, uh, matching fund, so that even helps even more. That's good. Um, we have, uh, we have a, an emergency fund of about three, four months. Mm-hmm. But my main issue is is that we still have some debt, and I'm thinking about 529s, and I just don't know which route to go. Okay. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the debt. A house, a loan, maybe a mortgage in there? We do have a mortgage. Okay. What's the house What's the house worth? The house worth is worth about 475 Okay. And the mortgage is how much? We owe about 310 on it. Okay. And the rate on that mortgage? Uh, it's 2.75%. Holy smokes. I know. Wh- what's the term? So it's the, uh, it's the Penn Fed 5. Oh, five. okay. So it's an adjustable so, rate. So it will reset in 2019. Hmm. Interesting. That's interesting. Okay. Hold on. We're going to, we're going to, we're getting there. Uh, <laughs> and any other debt associated with the house, a second loan, an equity loan, or anything like we, that? We do, have, we do have a HELOC for about 30K on it. Is that drawn down, that 30K? Um, In other words, is it available, or have you actually borrowed the 30000 Oh, I'm sorry. So available is about sixty, and we have about thirty. Okay, got it. Very good, very good. And that's just uh, like a LIBOR plus something? That's right. Okay. Uh, right now, it's at about 4%. All right. That's not terrible. Um, tell me about any other debt, credit card debt? With no credit card. All right. Um, auto loans? No auto loans. What else? Anything else? We have student loans. Oh, look at I look at how the voice goes down. It's almost like I, I feel like a priest in this moment. I don't know what a priest feels like, okay? But I'm just going to tell you, this is what a Jewish girl as close to a priest as you get is it when people admit to me like, well, I actually still have some debt. But I it's know. student loan debt, you know? Like, I wouldn't go crazy. What is outstanding for you guys? Uh, so we have about 50000 between the two of us in student loan debt. Ooh. Um, it's not terrible. I mean, you make two hundred fifty grand a year. So um, what's the... 
I'm sure you have a couple of different loans there, but what would you say is the average uh, interest rate on the the, the student the loans? Enough when we when we got them, we both refied, and they're at the same rate, um, and they are at three percent. Oh well, that's not bad. That's pretty that's, good. Yeah, because it's been so low, I haven't been paying it off as aggressively as I maybe originally thought I was going to. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay, well let's let's go back for a second though. So. On the two hundred fifty grand a year, you're both maxing out retirement, right? Yes. Is there any money? But you got four kids. Is there any money left over when you pay all your bills and stuff? We do, and we have we have roughly about two k a month that we end up saving. Mm Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um. So the reason I asked that question is not just because I want to give you a gold star, which I am going to give you a gold star for saving the two k. But it also tells me that you can afford a higher mortgage payment if we were going to lock in your mortgage right now, correct? Correct. Okay. This is a very interesting case. Like many people, you took advantage of really low interest rates, right? You had that uh, adjustable rate mortgage, which is currently 2.75%, um, but it's going to adjust higher in the next couple of years, correct? Correct. That's correct. Okay. So what I think makes a lot of sense this minute, and and the reason why I asked you is, you know, about the, the cash flow is that I just want to make sure that you could actually afford this, is that we're going to probably have to lock you into a fixed rate mortgage. Is this a house that you want to stay in? I should have asked that first, Let me before we lock you in. Um, we think so. You All know, right. our, our fourth one was not planned, and it is getting a little bit tight in space, but we do have four bedrooms. So we're, we're thinking that we're going to most likely stay here for the long term. Stick it out, man. Come on. Yeah, D- don't be don't be messing around here for goodness <laughs> sakes. Um all right, so you've got uh it's a $475,000 house, 310 outstanding. You've got your emergency reserve. There's no n- immediate need for extra money. So I'm thinking that you're going to have to look you're probably going to be looking at a uh Let's say a three hundred fifty thousand because you roll the roll the refi costs into the loan. So you're going to look at a sure. three hundred fifty thousand dollar loan, and you're going to shop around, and you're going to get a thirty year fixed rate, and your payment's going to go up every month. And I'm sorry to tell you that, but that's just what's going to happen. And I think that that is really the most prudent thing to do. If you told me you were absolutely going to move in the next couple of years, then we wouldn't fix it. Just like kind of roll the dice, and that's that, right? Right. Sure. Sure. It's going to feel like a lot. It's going to be a difference for you guys, but you thankfully can afford it. And in my mind, the the best thing that you can do uh, is to fix that rate. Go get yourself a mortgage broker. Start comparing. Maybe I, I, the does your pen fed. Will they convert you into a 30 year fix from this current loan or will you have to rewrite a whole new loan? That's a good question. I, I should give them a call to ask them that because I know they do have uh, very good, uh, very good rates right now on their on their thirty year fix, and I'm sure um, they would hate to lose me as a customer. So maybe they could. Maybe they would. Um, I think it's it's certainly worth at least, at the very least, checking out whether you can do it because sure. I think they'd rather keep the business and maybe. It just might be maybe you'll get a better deal. I don't know. Um, and the, but of course, check other sources. And um, 
at that point, I'm, what's your payment right now? So the payment for the um, for, for my primary mm-hmm. is uh, it ends up being about thirteen fifty a month. And then, do you just pay interest on the on the uh, home equity line? No, we've been throwing uh, so. We've been putting about a thousand dollars towards the the, the HELOC, mm-hmm. and then we were putting about a thousand dollars towards our student loans uh, per month. And then baby number four happened, and I thought, oh, maybe I should be thinking about five twenty nine. Mm, you can think about and, it all you want, but I'm taking you off the hook. You don't have to do anything about it right now. Okay, okay. I think and then the, my uh, my other thought was. Should I pay down all of my debt except for the mortgage mm-hmm. um, before it resets, which would roughly be about 30 months from now? So I could pretty much knock out the entire, all of the debt except for the mortgage within the time of the next reset. Mm. And the max the reset would go to would be um, 4.75%, and the loan amount at that point would be at 290 yeah, but then I got to refi that, right? Technically, it, yes. Yeah. That's, I mean, and, and I don't know. That's such a roll of the dice. I know. Uh, no. So, okay, I, I'm going to just give it to you straight, man. I am a wimp. Please. I am a wimp, okay? <laughs> I don't like this kind of risk because this is not the kind of risk that I can actually figure out how to mitigate. Right. When you think about risk. Right. Okay, the risk is that you got four kids and you die and we need life insurance. That's a risk that we can mitigate. We can transfer that risk to an insurance company. Right. By the way, you should have a big fat insurance policy, obviously. This is a risk we can't. I don't know. I feel like what happens. So let's push forward. It's three years from now. And the Fed's been raising rates and growth is this way and that way, blah, blah, blah. And and let's just say that we got a refi and you're right, you're at that maximum level. But now this it's five five years from the term and now you got to refinance. And now instead of four and a half or five percent, we're at seven percent. Well, Joe, can I ask you this? So one interesting thing, the one reason why I chose the Penn Fed, and I don't know if it was a good decision or not, but mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. The one reason I did choose that one is because it's their, their five Flash five. So what the what it will it will reset every five years. Mm-hmm. But then it, it, it obviously it locks and well not locks but it, it it holds. So in other words, what I'm trying to say is that at the time of the reset in 2019, I would be at 4.75 maximum for another for another five, five years. years. But then five years later, if you happen oh, I see to, what you're saying. if you happen to be unlucky, oh yeah, that's the only thing that stinks. <laughs> Um, all right. I think you should talk, talk to them. I think you should talk okay. to them and see and, and shoot me a note and let me know how that turns out, because I think sure. we've well, got to at least consider these options. Okay. Maybe that isn't a terrible option. Maybe you and your wife sort of pinky swear and say, you know what, we're, we're not going to we're going to maybe even look at leaving this house. But even then, you know, you're, you're four point seven five percent, which is great for five years in five years if it's. Nine percent. I don't know. Like right. I'm just nervous. And um, yeah, no, I understand. And the only other thing that that makes me feel uh, like a a lot better about this whole conversation is you have the money to do this. In other words, you can afford the right. monthly hit, and most people who are in your situation can't. And that's the advantage you have right now is that you could actually absorb a slightly 
slightly. But let's say it's a, you know, if you're paying $2,300 a month right now, if you had the whole mortgage and if I told you it's $3,000 a month, it's not so different than what you're doing right now. And I feel like if you were to fix this loan and then kind of see how your cash flow looks, then we could potentially start talking about 529 accounts. But until you fix this, I feel like putting money in that 529 is kind of dangerous because if all of a sudden, you know, things bounce higher and it's, you know, a number of years later, you can't start using your 529 money to refinance your house in 10 years. So I think what I'm saying is this. I I don't think there's no emergency like the alarms are not blaring, but I think you have an opportunity, Matt, to go shop around, first go back to the originator, talk to other people And let's think about fixing this while rates are still pretty affordable. Okay, that's a wrap of our Better Off Bonus Question of the Week. If you've got a question, it's simple. Send us an email at askjill at betteroffpodcast.com. We'll arrange to get you on. And don't forget, in just a couple of days, there's a brand new episode of the Better Off Podcast sponsored by Betterment. Talk to you then. 